Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive into deep questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. This week, we're bringing you another sizzling summer webinar, sharing what's happening in the markets across the country right now and all the things you need to know to get to the next level. Today's episode is focused on the latest and greatest prospecting strategies you need to implement in your business from one of the best prospectors in the industry, Coach Justin Ford. Welcome. We are here for another great sizzling summer webinar number two of nine. We put together nine 60-minute crash course webinars relating to everything happening in the industry right now, things that you need to know and do to get to the next level. And so what's really cool about these particular topics is we're looking exactly at what's taking place in every market across the country. I know what you're experiencing. I know what you're going through because I'm on the ground with you. For those that are on with us for the very first time ever, if you're a first time attendee at a Glover U webinar, do me a favor, put 555 down in the chat and put your city and state. I want to see where you're coming from. If this is your very first time, put 555 down in the chat and your city and state. I want to see where you're joining us today. Go ahead and throw those down there in the chat so Justin and I can see those. Justin, look at that. A lot of great first timers. Great to see you guys. Thank you for joining us. If you're not a first timer and you know you're going to be coming back to these webinars, go ahead and throw your city and state or country. If you're tuning in from another country, throw that in the chat as well. We love seeing people come back time and time again. And our clients love referring business to people they see on a regular basis. So if you're wondering, hey, what's the advantage of putting my city and state down there? Well, if people see your name over and over and over again, at some point in time, it's going to lead to some opportunities. So for our first time, Thank you for joining us. For those that have been back before, hang out with me just for a minute while I get through some of the intro stuff. For those that don't know me, my name is Jeff Glover. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I've been listing and selling homes now for 20 years. That's right. This May was my 20th year in the business. Justin, can you believe that? You know, Justin's from Michigan also. We can get licensed when we're nine years old here. So that's how that works out for anyone trying to do the math. No, this is all I know. Uh, I'm on the ground with you. I personally sell between 75 and 100 homes per year myself. And our team here in Michigan sells between 900 and 1,000 homes a year in addition to that. So if you're wondering, hey, why should I listen to what these guys have to say? It's because we're on the ground with you. And we'll get to Justin's background in just a minute as well. But for those that aren't familiar with Glover U, we are what we call kind of jokingly a non-denominational training and coaching company for agents of all brokerages and all brands. I mean, we have agents from Keller Williams to EXP to Cole Banker to Century 21. We've got dozens and dozens of independents that come out to our events and watch our webinars or in our coaching. And we appreciate you taking a chance on us if you're a first timer. So for everyone else, Do me a favor, make sure you have your workbook. We sent that out to you and I know they'll probably throw it in the chat as well. There's a few things in this workbook that we're going to reference. So make sure you've got your workbook printed if you could. If not at a minimum, get it up and pull it to the side of your screen because from time to time, I'm gonna reference some things in this particular workbook. There's some good resources in here and there's a few things that I wanna share with you right now. So if you would do me a favor and turn to the first clean sheet of paper 
paper in your workbook. According to my workbook, it looks like it's going to be page six. Page six in your workbook, the first clean sheet. I want to do some giveaways because we're always big fans of giving away free stuff, fans of giving away free resources. And we know that we can help you learn and grow and get to the next level by giving you as much as we can at absolutely no cost. For those that aren't familiar with us, our mission is to impact millions, not hundreds, not thousands, not a million, but to impact millions to live their most unreal life. And we know we're going to be able to do that through things like these webinars and some of these resources I'm going to share with you. So the first thing I want you to do me a favor and write down or take notes on, because I know some of you are taking notes on your computer there. I want you to write down the words live unreal. So go ahead and write down live unreal, live unreal. And then next to that, the word podcast, live unreal podcast. Now, if you're a regular podcast listener, do me a favor and throw a thumbs up in the chat. Whether it's our podcast or not, we'd like to see, we like to kind of get a pulse of our audience of who are our podcast listeners. Just give me a thumbs up in the chat if you're a regular podcast listener. You know, Justin, I know you support this as well. Uh, we, we hear all the time when we see top producers, great to see all those thumbs up. That's a good thing. We see all the time, you know, top producers will say, Things like, oh, it starts with mindset, right? You got to have a strong mindset, right? Justin, we've been hearing for years, you know, in order to have a good day, you got to have a strong mindset. In order to hit your goals, you got to have a strong mindset. Well, the reason why I promote our podcast and any podcast, quite honestly, as long as it's positive and motivating and inspiring, is because that is the answer to having a strong mindset. From time to time, people will come up to us after we get off stage or after one of these webinars and they'll say, so what could I do to have a strong mindset? What is one thing you could recommend to me that will help me with my mindset? Listen to powerful, positive podcasts. That will help you with your mindset. We recommend there's five working days a week, at least sometimes six in this industry, have a different podcast each day of the week. Justin's got a great podcast. Our podcast called the Live on Real Podcast is all real estate sales and business all the time. And every Thursday we drop a new episode. Take advantage of that if you're a podcast listener and you're one of the ones that gave us a thumbs up. The second resource I want to share with you, it's our most popular right now. Do me a favor, write down the word morning in your workbook. Go ahead and write down the word morning or type it out in your notes. And next to that, I want you to put the number 55444, 55444, and write down morning. Now, I want to see, show of hands, so you already did the thumbs up, so we're going to do a show of hands. Just do a, a hand raise if you're a regular receiver of our daily text messages. If you receive our daily text messages, do me a favor and let me know in the chat if you receive them. If you can't find the hand button, just say, yes, I receive them. I want to know who receives our daily text messages, and more importantly, are they valuable? Are you getting value from those? Every day at 7.45 Eastern Standard Time, I write a message specifically relating to what's happening in the industry and what we need to do to succeed right now. Great seeing all the hands. Yep. All right, good. All of our tech subscribers, thank you for being on with us today. Every day I write a message specifically as it's relating to what's happening in the market. Uh, sometimes it's, hey, I went on an appointment last night and they gave me the commission objection and here's how I handled it. Other times it's, hey, here's what's happening in the industry in terms of the market shift that's taking place a little bit right now. How do you communicate that to clients? How do you communicate that to buyers or sellers? Anyways, every day, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, I write a message that specifically relates to what's happening right now. It's informative, it's inspiring. Anyways, it's totally free. 
By the way, for you first timers, for those that said 555, let me show you how you get your hands on it. Go ahead and take out your cell phones and open up your text messages. Just as if you met me at a restaurant and said, hey, let's exchange numbers. Go ahead and open up your text messages. The phone number, 55444. I know it's only five digits. It works, trust me. The phone number is 55444. And in the body of the message, just go ahead and type morning. 55444 is the phone number. Type morning. Hit send. It's going to ask you for your name. And voila, you're signed up. Just like that. No cost to you. Now, if at some point in time you say, Jeff, you know, I'm not liking these messages, you can just reply stop and you'll be removed. These are not spam. It's always real estate content. It's always real estate specific. So that's texting the word morning to 55444. Now, the other resource, and that's probably one of our most popular, Justin, we have thousands of agents across North America on that today. It's, it's a huge resource. Take advantage of it. The other resource that many of you receive is our Glover Gazette. We produce now over 50,000 copies of these. This is 85 to 100 pages of real estate sales and business information. We deliver this to your doorstep at absolutely no cost. So how do you get your hands on it? I'm going to show you how. Go ahead and open up your Facebook app. Okay, this is for the Glover Gazette. Again, I pay for the printing. I pay for the postage. It's yours. 90 pages of real estate sales and marketing strategies. Go ahead and open up your Facebook app. And on the right-hand side, there's going to be a little magnifying glass. All right, I'm going to do it with you. On that magnifying glass, you're going to type in the, the letter Glover, or I'm sorry, the name Glover space, the letter U, space inner circle. It's a Facebook group. It should come up right away. Glover U Inner Circle Facebook group. It's going to ask you if you'd like to subscribe to our publication. This is a physical publication, so don't put your email address in there. Put your physical address because we're going to drop this in the mail to you. And that's how you get your hands on that, one of our hottest free resources. And again, at the end of the day, I think you'll realize if you spend enough time with us, we're doing everything we can to provide enough information. Quite honestly, you don't have to pay for anything. You're going to get a lot of value just by coming to our events or just by coming to our webinars. But there's also opportunities to join coaching programs and so forth. And we'll talk about that later. But Justin, let's shift gears. Let's talk about prospecting. I know it's kind of like the scary thing. You know, everyone's like, oh, come on, it's 2022. You know, do we still have to prospect? Like, isn't there other ways of getting business today? And Justin, I think that if there was anyone that that wrote the book on real estate sales prospecting, I mean, tell us a little bit about your background. I, I know you and I go way back, but yeah. tell us a little bit about how you started in the business and what brought you to where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. Super excited to be here. Uh, welcome, everybody. And so... Uh, my name is Justin Ford. I'm also right here in the Detroit, Michigan area. Jeff and I actually, our offices are literally less than a mile from each other. So we're right here in the same town. I've been in the uh, the real estate industry for the last 17 years, uh, but been licensed for about nine. I started off in the mortgage business, went through the crash back in 2008, got into short sales, did loan modifications. And back in 2013, when the market was starting to turn up, I actually joined Jeff's team. Uh, joined Jeff's team back in uh, November of 2013. Uh, went through his ISA program. I did that for 90 days. And after being with uh, the ISA program for 90 days, I, uh, I made a goal uh, to sell 100 homes my first year, my very first month. As an agent on Jeff's team, I took 30 listings. Second month, I took 33 listings. I uh, ended up taking 100 uh, listings in my first six months. 
uh, became Jeff's uh, top producer of the year, rookie of the year, and was with Jeff for about three years. I was on his agent leadership council, uh, was one of his top producing agents while I was there, uh, went out on my own and still consistently sell a hundred homes a year, uh, doing the exact same thing Jeff taught me, you know, back nine years ago and the same things that we're going to share with you today. So I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. And what Justin left off also is he was leading our inside sales team. So you have to know prospecting inside and out to be able to teach others how to do it. And so in addition to him actually being on the ground doing it, which if you haven't learned by now, I love that. Uh, he has, mastered the art of teaching others how to do it. And he did that with our team. He's doing that with his own team now. And of course, now, Justin, we have probably over a thousand success stories around the country of people that have gone through your program. So let's let's dive into today's topic. Obviously, we know prospecting isn't a sexy one, but at the end of yep. the day, it's a very profitable one. So yep. let's go ahead and jump in. Yep, absolutely, guys. And so, you know, when you hear the word prospecting, uh, like Jeff said, it can be one of those words that we kind of shy away from, you know, when it comes to real estate. Uh, but really, I want to share the definition of what prospecting really is. And I think that once we understand what prospecting is, we can really understand the importance around it. And if you're taking notes, you definitely want to write this one down. The definition of prospecting is prospecting is the first step in the sales process. It's the very first step in the sales process, which consists of identifying potential customers, also known as prospects. The goal of prospecting is to, to, to develop a database of likely customers and then systematically communicate with them in the hopes of converting them from a potential customer to a current customer. Guys, that's what prospecting really is. And there's a lot of different forms of prospecting. There's a lot of different ways that we can get out and prospect our clients. And you know, one of the things that I share, whether it's in the prospecting bootcamp that I lead here at Glover U, whether it's leading my own team, or whether it's when I'm speaking on tour, I always say, if, if you're in the business right now and you're not selling the amount of homes that you wanna sell, and you're not making the amount of money that you wanna make, the answer is real simple and I want you to write this down, okay? The answer is, we're just not talking to enough people. We're just not talking to enough people. And guys, that's exactly what prospecting is, is it's having conversations. It's having conversations every single day. And so in this class, we're going to talk about, you know, who we should be prospecting. We're going to talk about some things that are taking place in the market and why it's so important. And I say, getting back to the basics, right? Maybe you've been in the business 10, 15, 20 years, and you're saying, well, Justin, I used to prospect when I got into the business 20 years ago. Well, I'm going to tell you guys right now, this is the fastest way to grow your real estate business. And so if you're looking to take more listings, if you're looking to work with more buyers, if you're looking to do more deals, then we're going to focus on putting a plan together today on how to really take that to the next level. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about the different things uh, that you'll face, right? And some of the uh, limiting beliefs that we experience when you know we get the thought of, prospecting. Some of us, you know, are afraid of it. Some of us are, you know, afraid of rejection. We're going to talk about those things today. But let's talk about some of the types of prospecting that you can do. Two of the most popular ones, as we've all heard in the business, is expireds and for sale by owners. Expireds and for sale by owners. And in a market that we've experienced over the last several years where it's been a very hot seller's market, there's been a lack of inventory, we don't see as many expired listings in a market like this, but 
if you've been selling real estate uh, actively, uh, you in wherever you are in the country or maybe in Canada, you might start you might be starting to see a slowdown, right? You might start seeing where listings aren't selling immediately, you know, the first day they're listed. We're not seeing 10, 20, 30 offers. There are still some listings that are selling with multiple offers. There are still some listings that are selling right away. Uh, but if you take a lot of listings and you're working on the listing side of the business, I'm sure you can gauge a slowdown. So if that's you and you're starting to sense there is some slowdown with listings, drop a 777 in the chat. Maybe you're seeing listings sit a little bit longer. Maybe you're you know, starting to do price reductions. I know for sure that I've had to do a couple of price reductions recently. And guess what? That was unheard of for a long period of time. And so we are starting to see a change. And so we're going to start seeing more expired listings moving forward for sale by owners, right? When the market is great, when it's a hot seller's market, we see more for sale by owners. Why? Because the confidence of the seller is higher when there's a lack of inventory. And the reason why is because they feel more confident that they can list their home and sell it on their own. And in fact, we do see that for sale by owner percentages are higher in a lack of inventory market. Whereas in a traditional balanced market, anywhere from two to 5% of for sale by owners actually sell and 95 to 98% end up listing it with an agent. So we do see those percentages fluctuate depending on the type of market that we're in. Uh, another great form of prospecting is just listed and just sold. So if you're listing homes, circle prospecting around those listings. Uh, if you've just put a home under contract, great opportunity to talk to people about your listing going under contract, or even when you sell a home as a buyer, you can still circle prospect that same neighborhood. Uh, also, another great form of prospecting is your database. Here, here at Glover U, we talk about the different types of databases, your sphere of influence and your past clients, your exchange database, and even how you can have social media and Facebook become an extension of your database. These are great forms of prospecting that you can find buyers and sellers. Also the internet, right? We know that there are a lot of different forms of internet leads that you can participate in, purchase, referral-based, all great sources of prospecting. Now, I wanna share this with you. The ability to contact prospects today through all methods and to never run out of them in getting the best data is super important. And so a lot of times we're asked, well, where do you get the data? Where can I get expireds? Where can I get for sale by owners? Where can I circle prospect? Well, there's a lot of great sources out there. And we actually have some you know, great you know, companies that we've partnered with, such as Vulcan 7, Red X, Cole, Land Voice. These are all great sources that you can find expireds for sale by owners and even circle prospecting. And what's great is a lot of times people think, well, Man, pick, prospecting is just picking up the phone. Well, that's not the only form of prospecting, guys. You can call these different types of lead sources. You can text these different types of lead sources. You can email these different types of lead sources. You can find them on Facebook or social media, and you can direct message them. Uh, you can also send mail, and you can also door knock. And honestly, we recommend all of them. Okay. Now you might say, well, Justin, I only like to do social media, you know, prospecting. That's great, right? Continue to do that. But what would your business look like if you added in calling, texting, maybe sending some email, maybe door knocking? Okay. There's a lot of different ways to get in front of people. And if we remember, and I'm going to continue to remind everybody during this class that prospecting is the first step in the sales process. 
Prospecting is the first step in the sales process. And Jeff, I don't know if you saw the same article, but I had saw an article that came out, I think it was last month, that year to date, as of last month, 40% of all real estate agents hadn't even sold a home yet this year. And I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but we know the percentage is high and real estate agents have been struggling. And the, the, the article also said that in the next 12 to 18 months, there you know 25 to 35% of real estate agents may not even be in the business. And so the purpose of this webinar and all the webinars that we're doing, guys, is we want to equip you and give you the tools and resources necessary so you're not in that number, right? We want you to be here 12 months from now, 24 months from now, 36 months from now. And one of the best ways to ensure that you're going to be in this business is to make prospecting and lead generation the foundation of your business. Because again, it's the first step in the sales process. And the the, the thing that prospecting really is you know, even when we move out our fear of rejection and all the mindset things that may hold us back from it, guys, it's just initiating a conversation. Okay. Now, I love Jim Rohn. How many of you guys have heard of Jim Rohn? Drop a 777 in the chat. Okay. How many of you guys have heard of Jim Rohn, right? Jim Rohn was a legend. Uh, he's no longer with us, but he's one of the greats. Uh, matter of fact, Tony Robbins learned from Jim Rohn. He worked for Jim Rohn many, many years ago. And Jim Rohn, uh, several years ago, I learned about this uh, teaching that he did called the Law of Averages. And I want to read this to you because Jim talks about how the Law of Averages says that if you do something often enough, a ratio will begin to appear. Meaning, if you talk to 10 people, for example, and one says yes, a ratio appears. And so you're at for every 10, let's say, people you talk to, you set an appointment. You'll notice that once that, that law of averages starts, it, it tends to continue, meaning we have a formula, right, when it comes to prospecting and when it comes to talking to people, that if you do it consistently, watch this, people are going to say yes, right? The more people you talk to, the more appointments you will set. And the more appointments you set, the more appointments you'll go on. And the more appointments you go on, the more contracts you will get signed. And the more contracts you will get signed, the more closings you will have. That's a guarantee, right? That's not, well, maybe we'll see. That is a guarantee, okay? So the key is that you'll keep, you'll, you will need to keep moving and keep talking to more people. Keep meeting, keep calling and exploring op opportunities to increase your chances and to increase your ratio. It literally is a mathematical formula that the more people I talk to, the more appointments I'll set. And so the key to prospecting is initiating the conversation. And so even though it sounds easy, why isn't it, right? Why are some of the reasons why we don't prospect? Go ahead and drop it in the chat, okay? What are some of the reasons why when you hear the word prospecting or you, you hesitate to prospect, okay? I see fear, what else? Don't know what to say. Get distracted. Rejection. A lot of fear. Rejection, right? What else? Past trauma and fear of rejection. You don't want to annoy people. Negativity. Confusion, right? Time management. We don't want to bother them, right? Don't time block for it. Don't know what to say. Laziness. Who am I prospecting to, right? These are all valid reasons and legitimate reasons why we don't do it. And here's what I want you to understand. And I want you to write this down, okay? Because all of your answers are exactly what agents all over the country say. And I want you to write this down, okay? These are called limiting beliefs, okay? These are called limiting beliefs, okay? And so these are valid reasons as to why we don't prospect, okay? Number one, we don't know what to say, right? We don't know what to say. Number two, fear of rejection. Number three, 
We don't have a system to follow. Number four, the ability to manage your time, especially in the morning. See, time management is, is crucial. If you're going to be successful in this business, time management is crucial to becoming a strong prospector, becoming a strong negotiator, becoming, you know, good on the phones. And, you know, when I, when I joined Jeff's team back in 2013, you know, I remember, you know, Jeff meeting with me, Jeff, we had our interview and I didn't know anything about how Jeff ran his team. I thought I was just going to get my real estate license. And I thought I was just going to come in, sell a bunch of homes, make a lot of money and do great. And I remember in the initial interview, Jeff told me, he says, we do things differently Everybody here on my team starts on the phones minimum 90 days making calls before you can meet with the seller, before you can meet with the buyer, before you can go on appointments. You're going to call eight to 10 hours a day for six days a week. And if you're good at that, then you'll be a great real estate agent. And I'm like, sheesh, it sounds like you're hiring me to be a telemarketer. And honestly, I left our first interview a little discouraged because I didn't want to be a telemarketer. That's what my limiting belief was. I associated with making calls uh, to, to being a telemarketer because I used to be a telemarketer and I didn't want to be one again. But before I left that, that meeting, guys, this is what Jeff told me, and I'll share this with you. Jeff said, if you'll trust me and you'll follow the process that I lay out and teach you, he said, you'll be super successful. And so I ended up joining the team. And I remember going through a five-day training where, you know, I learned how to prospect. We role-played. We worked on the skills. We worked on the mindset. And that Monday, when I came back to the office, I remember, you know, getting a desk, getting a phone and a stack of leads and basically saying, go get them. And so I sat down and I basically started to make phone calls. And within 45 minutes, I'm like, this sucks. This is not what I signed up for. I don't want to be a telemarketer. And so when, when I kind of step, took a step back to myself, I'm like, well, you know, I had just gone through bankruptcy, just had gone through foreclosure. We were in the downturn in the mortgage. I was in the mortgage business. You know, everything collapsed. We lost everything. And I just kind of said to myself, I said, what else do I really have? What other opportunities do I have? And I made a decision that I was going to learn the system and the process that Jeff taught, and I was going to be successful. And so I began to learn the skill of prospecting. And what's amazing about prospecting, guys, is no matter if you have fear of rejection, no matter what your limiting belief is, the great news is you can overcome those things, right? You can change your mindset, right? You can learn how to change your thought patterns. You can learn how to eliminate your fears, and you can learn how to overcome these things that holds you back from doing the things that you ultimately desire to do. Now, I'll be honest, and I want you to write this down. When you begin to prospect, when you begin to prospect, right, you're going to be told no. And I always teach our students, and I always share when I'm speaking, expect people to say no. Matter of fact, we have an ism here. We call them isms here at Glover U. And one of our Glover isms is the more rejection I get, the more money I make, okay? The more rejection I get, the more money I make. You might want to write that one down too. And you might be saying, what the heck does that mean, right? It's almost like backwards. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. Well, the reality is if you decide to prospect, whether it's you're calling for sale by owners, you're calling expireds, you're door knocking, you're texting, the majority of people are going to tell you no, and that's okay. 
I want you to write that down. The majority of people are going to tell you no, and that's okay. What if I told you that if you could call 100 people, okay, every, every let's say every week, you could call 100 people, and one of them was going to say yes, right? How many of you would take 99 no's to get one yes? Drop a 100 in the chat, okay? How many of you guys would take 99 no's to get one person to say yes? We all would, right? We all would. And so why do we fear the 99 no's to get to the one yes, okay? Again, it's a shift. Go ahead, Jeff. That sign was something I had written out on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And it said, the more rejection I get, the more money I make. And I hung it right above my phone. Like literally the phone's right here. It's right above it. And Justin, it was a reminder to me that it was a 1000% guarantee that every time I go to pick that bad boy up and start dialing, I'm going to get rejected, period. End of story. It is like, you pick me up and you're going to get rejected. But at the same time, it was also a reminder that the more I got rejected, the closer I was to that yes, and the better chance I had of hitting my goals. And so it was just literally on an eight and a half by 11, I wrote it out with a Sharpie. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. I hung it right above my phone. And I knew that every time I picked it up, I was going to get rejected. But I also knew that I was going to hit my goals. Yep, 100%. And I remember even being on your team, Jeff, and the ISA manager at the time was telling me, he said, he said, Justin, how you change your mindset, because guys, that's what this whole thing is, is it's just shifting and changing our mindset. It's not the ability to pick up a phone and make dials. It's not the ability of, you know, you know, signing up for a dialer and sitting at a computer. It's all right here. And what he had said was, he says, Justin, like you just said, Jeff, you're going to be guaranteed to be told no. But if you do this and you work on your skills and you get really good, people are going to say yes. Therefore, when you really understand the ratio, you can almost say, for every no I get, I'm making $25 yes. or I'm making $100, right? Yep. And so you can actually get excited about yes. making calls because no's will eventually lead you to yeses. No's will eventually lead you to yeses. And one of the things that we teach in our prospecting boot camp in our uh, class, and if you guys you know, were here with us uh, last time we did the webinar series, I touched on the four personality styles. One of the things that we share about the amiable personality style is amiables have a really hard time with rejection. And one of the ways that we teach amiables and really anybody is how do you get comfortable with rejection is putting yourself in more situations to be rejected, okay? And so over time, you'll actually start to see that, wow, this isn't so bad, right? This isn't as bad as I thought it was because I'm really just having conversations with people. Now, when we talk about a strong schedule, time management, when, it, when you look at the personality styles, I'm an expressive, and expressives have one of the hardest times with time management. We have one of the hardest times with punctuality. We have one of the hardest times of staying on task and staying focused on one thing. And because of that, it's easy to get off of a, uh, not have a strong morning routine and a strong schedule. And one of the things that we say here at Glover U is to own the morning and win the day, own the morning and win the day. And so what that simply means is having a strong morning routine from the time you wake up, right? Waking up at the same time every day to documenting the things that you do from the time you start your workday. And, and really as independent contractors, I heard it once said like this, to be an independent contractor is a blessing and a curse at the same time. 
It's a blessing because we have all the time, you know, we can, we can choose our own schedule. We can do what we want. We can take off a day, a week or whatever. And the curse is if we don't have strong time management, we're not really getting anything done. Because if you think about it, if you've ever worked a nine to five, or you currently work a nine to five, if your boss told you that your schedule to be in the office every day was from eight to five, we wouldn't bat an eye at that. We wouldn't second guess it. We wouldn't ask questions. We would get up. We would know exactly what time to get up in the morning. We would know exactly what we need to do. We would know exactly what our drive time was to get to the office. And we would be punching in by 8 a.m. Because if we didn't, what would happen? We would lose our job. Okay. So why is it that us real estate agents treat working a job, you know, more important than running our own business? Okay. Real estate agents, a lot of times we struggle with time management. And so in order to become a strong prospector, we have to first schedule it in our morning calendar. And so every single day, uh, we encourage our agents that we work with to schedule minimum two to three hours of prospecting and lead generation into your morning schedule every day. When I started working with Jeff, I prospected every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And I was on the phone by eight, calling expireds for sale by owners. And when I was done with that, I would do my lead follow-up, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. And I would do that every single day. Therefore, I was setting two to three listing appointments every single day. Why? Because I was talking to 30 or 40 people every every morning, okay? And so we yes, have I to- want to make the, um, I want Yeah, to go ahead. Because I hear a lot of people through the last few years. Well, yeah. you know, um, it's, you know, there's, there's not as many, there hasn't been as many expireds because the market's been hot or the for sale by owners, they're all selling. So I haven't been working those. Well, I know same thing for you and same thing for our team. We're still taking, when I look at our listing board, Justin, you know, on a bad month, we'll take 60, 65 listings on a good month. We'll take 75, 85, up to hundred. We're still taking 12, 15, 18 to 20 expireds and for sale by owners per month. And what I love about this new market is when the market shifts downward, our value goes up. When the market softens, consumers value what we do at a higher level. Consumers need us more, right? There may be less for sale by owner, for sale by owner opportunities because their confidence goes down when the market goes down. But the ones that do go on the market, they end up hiring agents. Why? Because they can't sell it on their own anymore. Same thing with expires, right? This yep. try it at any price and see what happens. Those days are getting to be uh, behind us. And yep. so therefore there's going to be more expired opportunities. So for those of you that have been of the mindset, well, I really didn't work expires and side by owners in this previous market because it was so hot. First of all, shame on you because there was a lot of gold there. There's a lot of opportunities. And I think the reason why people like Justin and I still had success is because the average minded agents said, well, there's obviously not a lot of expires. And obviously for sale by owners don't need my help. Well, we didn't buy into that. So we went after it. But forget about the past for a minute. It, even if you were in that category moving forward, market softens, our value goes up. That means expires increase and a higher percentage of for sale by owners list. So when you hear him talk about expires and for sale by owners, know that, forget about what you've learned up until this point, have a clean slate moving forward. Because as the market softens, you're going to have more, you're going to have an opportunity to have more success with those sources. Yep. Yeah, that's great. And, and one of the things, guys, that Jeff was touching on is it goes back to mindset. We've had the mindset to believe something specific. Therefore, we don't take action. And I hear it all the time is one of the reasons why, you know, a limiting belief that agents have is, is, well, they've already been called by 100 people. They've already been called by 40 people. They've already been called by all the agents in the area. 
And when I was on Jeff's team, there was at least 30 of us at the time calling all of the same people to the point where someone, before you could even get hello out, this isn't another Jeff Glover agent, is it? I'm like, well, yes, it is. Have you already set an appointment with one of our agents? No, I haven't. Great. Well, hey, the reason I was calling, I go right into script, right? I don't allow, I mean, to me, it didn't matter how many agents they talked to. My mindset was they haven't talked to Justin Ford yet. Okay. I don't care if they've talked to hundred people. And when you have the mindset that you are, you have something of value to offer them that you're, you're showing up to add value. It changes everything. For instance, you know, if I went around the, the room right now and I asked all 440 of you, how many of you guys either believe that you're a great agent or you desire to be one? Everybody would raise their hand and say, I at least believe I am or I desire to be one. So what does an expired listing need? They need a great agent. And so what if the mindset was no longer, oh, I don't want to bother them. You know, I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, you're looking at it from all the ne- negative side. What if it is, you know what? I'm here to save the day. I'm here to go take this listing and help these sellers get their listing sold because I always looked at it like this. I envisioned myself with an S on my chest, super agent, right? Super realtor. And I'm calling to save the day. And there's no greater feeling than when you get a uh, expired listing to set an appointment with you, you go out and take the listing, get it sold, and they write you a five-star review. Guys, that's a great feeling. And if you if you desire and love to help sellers sell their home, this is a great way for you to get in front of them with the mindset of I'm here to help and I'm here to serve. And when you have that mindset, it changes everything. And so to go back to what Jeff said, we're going to start seeing more opportunities, more expireds, more for sale by owners. And, and here's another great thing, guys, that we could be doing is calling expireds you know, that came off the market three months ago, six months ago, last year. There are so many opportunities that are out there that there's no shortage of conversations that we can have, okay? Another great thing to do, guys, is obviously you can prospect, you can prospect sellers and we encourage that, but you can also prospect your buyers. All of the buyers, think about this. We know that the market is changing and we know that it's been very competitive for buyers over the last year and a half. Well, how many buyers did you have or have you worked with over the last year, year and a half that decided to pull back and and wait for it not to be as competitive? This would be a great time for you to call all the buyers that you've worked with over the last year and a half, two years that have not purchased and let them know that things are starting to slow down and there's a good chance that they may not have to compete with other buyers. I just had several offers written over the last couple of weeks where we got below asking price, right? We didn't have to compete against anybody. This is a great opportunity for you to go back and get in touch with your buyers and get in front of them and get them back onto the market, okay? And Justin, there's there's two questions that everyone on this session, or if you're listening to this later on the podcast, there's two questions that you would ask a expired or a for sale by owner from a year ago. The first question is, are you aware of the changes that we're experiencing in the market today? And then just listen. Are you aware of the changes that we're experiencing in the market today? And the second question you would ask is, had your home sold last October? Had your home sold last May? Had your home sold uh, over the holidays? Where were you going? Where were you moving to? Are you aware of the changes that we're experiencing in the market today? And had your home sold where were you going? Now, that's for sellers. 
If you're, and, and by the way, Justin, that's the conversation we want to have with sellers because where you want to take that is look at, I understand you expired at 299.9 and you were hoping to get in bidding wars and sell for three and a quarter, but I'm afraid if you hang on to this house any longer, we might not even be anywhere near 280 or 290. We might be talking 260, 270. So if that were to be the case, how would that affect your position? How would that affect your plans? If you weren't happy with the number that you were had it listed at before and it expired, and let's just say the number came down 10%, your $300,000 house is now worth 270. How does that impact your plans? Help them understand the real numbers of what could happen. Watch, if the market, if the market values went up 25% on average in one year, because some markets they went up 30 or 40%, some markets went up 15 to 20. Let's just say 25%. They went up 25% in one year, Justin, that I absolutely feel comfortable saying the script of if they went up 25% in one year, what makes you think they can't go down 25% in one year? Honestly, think about that for a second. If they if home values went up 25% in 12 months, what stops home values from coming down 25% in 12 months? Now, again, I'm not trying to... Uh, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. And of course, if I did, I probably wouldn't be selling real estate. But the reality is, is you have to make sure they understand that side of it. And it's our it's our job as experts to make sure that they do. Same thing goes with the buyer. Are you aware of what's taking place in the market today? Asking them that question and just shutting up and letting them talk. Because from there, they can say, oh, yeah, here it's really tough to get an offer accepted, right? And then you can have a discussion there. Or they might say, yeah, we put our plans on hold because the interest rates are so high. Well, all right, well, the interest rates just went from 4% to 5% in one year. Same thing I just used on the seller. Why couldn't they go from five to 6% in the next 12 months? And how does that impact your position if that takes place? It's our job as real estate professionals to make sure that we're having those conversations right now. Absolutely. And, and, and guys, as professional salespeople, right, as professional salespeople, because that's what we are, regardless if you call yourself a real estate specialist, concierge, uh, or whatever it may be, we are all real estate salespeople. And so we're in the business of sales. Therefore, a lot of you guys are asking about scripts. Skill work is necessary. Skill work is necessary. I want you to write this down, okay? Selling is not telling. Selling is asking questions. Selling is not telling, selling is asking questions. We don't wanna call people and just tell them how great we are and why they should list with us. Like Jeff just did as an example, there are specific questions that we want to ask sellers and buyers to get them to give us their motivation, but also to let them think, right? How does that affect your position, right? Let them think about that. And it's super important for the right questions to be asked. Therefore, I've seen it in the chat, you know, you can text the word scripts to 55444 and get our entire script book, the expired scripts for sale by owner scripts, just listed, just sold, door knocking, all of the object objection handlers. Guys, we give that to you for free. Definitely want to get your hands on those, okay? Now, all right, Justin, I'm ready to prospect. I'm ready to put it in my calendar. How many people should I talk to per day, okay? We call it contacts, okay? And a contact is a response from a, dis a decision-making adult, okay? A response from a decision-making adult. And what we've found over the last couple of years, uh, the contact ratio per hour has changed a little bit. 
And what we're seeing is for every one hour you call, for every one hour you call, you should talk to somewhere between seven and 10 people. Okay, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. On average, seven to 10. A few years ago, it was more like 10 to 12. Okay, so the contact ratio uh, has changed a little bit. And what we recommend is talking to a minimum of 25 contacts per day. 25 contacts per day. You might say, well, Justin, that's a lot of people. Well, is it really? Because what is the most important thing that we should be doing in our real estate business? We should continuously be filling our pipeline. Okay. And, and one of the one of the things, Jeff, and you know this is, and I just was having a conversation with a real estate agent uh, last week. And he told me, he's like, man, I get three or four deals in the pipeline and I take a break. I want to relax. I feel like I've accomplished something. I want to, you know, put my feet up and enjoy, you know, the fruit of my labor. When when all actuality is, guys, is if we're not continuously filling the pipeline with new contacts, new appointments, new new opportunities, we're going to see a lot of inconsistency in our business. And so we say here that it's if you're not on appointments, you should be prospecting. You should be filling your pipeline. And the other thing that we say is you should never go on appointments in the morning, right? Jeff, you taught me this early on. You said, listen, you need to guard your morning prospecting time. You don't do closings in the morning. You don't go on listing appointments in the morning. You don't meet with buyers in the morning. You don't uh, You do not do showings in the morning. Morning is prospecting and lead, and lead generation time. And I remember one time where I decided to go show a house in the morning because that was the only time the buyer could do it. They ended up not buying with me. And I'm like, geez, I was frustrated. And you said, see, I told you, because during that same time, I could have set two or three more appointments and had two or three more uh, contacts that I was working or clients that I was working with. And so, we yeah, go ahead. The day I give up on my morning lead generation routine, the day I give up on my morning lead generation routine is the day I sacrifice my income 60 to 90 days from now. The day I give up on my morning lead generation routine is the day that I sacrifice my income 60 to 90 days from now. And I get it. But Jeff, it's a closing and I'm going to get paid. And that's a good thing, right? No, you did the activity to earn that check 30 days ago, 45 days ago. The day you give up every single time you give up on your morning routine to serve as business, to do a walkthrough, to do a home inspection, to do a showing, you're giving up a commission check 30, 60, 90 days from now. So why do it? Save all that stuff for the afternoon. The morning is for client generation. The afternoon is for client servicing, period. Split your day up into two. And people will ask me, Justin, and I know you've had the, you've experienced this as well. Well, yeah, but don't you lose deals from time to time because people can only do the morning and you're really strict on your morning schedule? Absolutely, I do. But I also sell 100 homes a year. Right. So I know I'm probably losing five, six, seven, eight deals a year. But because I'm so strict with my morning routine, I'm going to go get another 80, 90 or 100 over here. So absolutely, I know that it's going to cost me a deal here and there. But because I'm so strict on my morning routine, I hit my goals. I remember the first time that I lost a listing appointment because the guy, he's like, the only time I can meet with you is 1030 here at my office. And I said, well, unfortunately, sir, you know, that's where I do my you know, I call it floor time because they don't understand what prospecting is. I just said, that's when I do my floor time. And unfortunately, I can't meet with you. And he got so upset. He's like, what do you mean? Because it was like a $450,000 appointment. And I just said, unfortunately, I can't meet with you. And he said, well, good luck. Or I don't know what he said. He hung up on me. And I'm like, you know what? That felt pretty good, right? Even though I wanted the listing opportunity, I wasn't going to sway from my, my morning routine, okay? 
So again, we have to understand that we need to have a certain amount of context that we're making every single day. Because think about it. If you talk to 25 people every single day, you're going to get some people to say yes. And what if you say, well, you know what? I'm brand new. I don't know what to say. How do I get good at it? Guys, we call this skill work. Okay. We call this skill work. And skill work is super important. Matter of fact, Jeff, and I know we talk about this when we go on tour, we talk about this at our events, is skill work should be one of the very most important things that we're working on uh, in our business. The ability to get better at communication and the ability to get better at overcoming objections. Because when you make phone calls, right? I was on a prospecting session this morning and I had somebody give me five objections. I overcame all five. And I closed five times. And on the sixth try, I set a $750,000 listing appointment. And I want to give you guys the five rules of handling objections, because people are going to tell you no. People are going to give you objections. And you know what an objection is? An objection is simply an unanswered question in the mind of a seller. That's all an objection is. It's an unanswered question in the mind of a seller. And guess what? Objections are good. We want objections, right? Objections are not a bad thing, right? Objections are good. And so when we get objections, which you will, okay, five rules of handling objections. Number one is always acknowledge and restate, uh, restate the objection in a positive manner, period. Always acknowledge and restate the objection in a positive manner. You know what, Jeff? So what I hear you saying is you think that real estate agents you know, get paid too much to list homes, correct? That's correct, right? So you want to restate the objection. Jeff, what I hear you saying is you don't want to pay a real estate agent 3% to list your home, correct? And then he says, correct, right? Number two, use statement statements of agreement, right? Use statement of agreement, statements of agreement. And, and what that means is, you know what? I can appreciate that. I can understand that. You want to agree with them, right? You're not there to argue with them. You're not there to, you know, confront them. You're simply there to add value and follow the process, okay? You want to follow the process of prospecting and overcoming objections. Now, number three, replace the word but and however with the word and. Replace the word but and however with the word and. It's super important to never use the word but and however. You always want to use the word and, okay? Number four, always smile and nod your head. Even though they can't see you, when you smile when you're making calls, there's a different type of posture and energy that, that, that comes from you when you're on the phone. And lastly, number five, close after you handle the objection. Close after you handle the objection, okay? The, the importance of closing after you handle the objection is, you don't know if there's more than one objection. You want to assume that that's the only thing that's stopping them from setting an appointment with you or when you're on a listing appointment, getting a listing signed, right? You want to close after you handle the objection, okay? These are the five rules of handling objections, okay? When I when I talk to agents and, you know, they're like, man, this is hard because even in our prospecting boot camp, you know, we have people write out scripts three times a day, five times a day, role play once per day, you know, two times per day. And, and sometimes, guys, it's it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be prospecting. Everybody would be setting appointments. Everybody would be taking a ton of listings. But here's what I say, and I want you to write this down. In order to be a top producing agent, you need to do what top producing agents do, okay? 
in order to be a top producing agent, you need to do what top producing agents do. And so when I joined Jeff's team, Jeff was a top producing agent. He was the number one real estate team in Michigan, still is today. And I said, if I'm going to learn from somebody, I want to learn from the best. And Jeff simply said, Justin, if you'll trust me and follow the process I teach, you'll become a top producing agent. And I followed the exact process and the results are there. Why? Because the process works. I want you to write this down, okay? When you're, when you're prospecting, you're making calls and you're getting all these no's and appointments aren't showing up the way that you want to, we don't want to focus on the end result. We want to focus on the process. So focus, don't focus on the end result, focus on the process. You can't control the end result, but you can control the process, meaning you can control how you how you role play. You can control how you write out scripts. You can control how you, know, you overcome objections. You can control your skills, okay? And so we want to make sure that we are working on our skill set. Now watch this, the ability to close for an appointment when appointment is available, okay? That is what skill work will give you. The ability to close for an appointment when an appointment is available. We prospect for motivation first, then determine what close is available and either close for a follow-up or close for an appointment, okay? I'll read that again. Skill work allows us to have the ability to close for an appointment when an appointment is available. We prospect for motivation first, then determine what close is available and either close for a follow-up or close for an appointment or a signature, okay? And again, the way that we get great, so all of you guys that are getting our scripts today, right? And if you haven't gotten those yet again, you can text the word scripts to 55444. I want for those of you guys that are serious and ready to start implementing today, I'm gonna give you guys a couple of to-dos that you can take action on right away. But one of them is you can immediately start writing out the scripts. The reason why you wanna write out the scripts is because two things. Number one, you're gonna internalize it, okay? You're gonna internalize the script. And number two, you're not gonna sound like a telemarketer, right? When you internalize it and you memorize it and it becomes a part of who you are, you're just having a conversation, right? I had somebody shadowing me this morning. They're like, holy cow, you just sound like you're talking normal. I said, because I am talking normal, right? It's not a, a sales pressure push. I'm not you know, being aggressive. I'm just having a conversation. And the way that you get really good at that is by role-playing, is by writing out the scripts, is by chanting the scripts, where you take the script and you just read it out loud, okay? Uh, Jeff had given you guys uh, the information of joining Glover U Inner Circle. If you haven't done that, make sure you do that after this meeting and go in there. If you want a role-play partner, go into the Glover U Inner Circle and say, you know what? My name is so-and-so. I was on Justin and Jeff's webinar today regarding prospecting, and I'm looking for a role-play partner. There's over 11,000 people in there. You're going to get people that will respond and begin to role play with you. Begin working on your skills today, right? Begin working on your skills today. Again, the purpose of skill work is to internalize and memorize the scripts and the objection handlers, okay? Now, uh, Jeff, I'll have you kind of touch on this a little bit, is Jeff and I, if you were there, we were down in South Florida on January 1st. And Jeff and I had like this, who was going to set the most appointments on, on New Year's Day? So we were in the same hotel room. Jeff was on one side. I was on the other. And we're prospecting. And the very first call, Jeff sets like a million dollar appointment. And, and I'm like hour, hour and a half in, and nobody's even answered the phone. And Jeff's already got three appointments. 
And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Jeff's like, man, today's just not your day. And I'm like, what the heck? And so now um, fast forward uh, at our retreat, uh, I'm sorry, our uh, summit, a couple of weeks later, Jeff from stage announces, you know, little did Justin know, uh, but I had found a phone number from our office number that does not show up scam likely. And so Jeff was getting everybody to answer the phone and everybody was not answering my phone because I didn't know that my number was showing up scam likely. So Jeff, touch on that for a second. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's important today, especially, and, and I will start off by saying, obviously, make sure you check with your state laws, make sure you check with your brokerage. You do not want to violate TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. So be careful with some of those things. Uh, but one thing I did before we got down to Florida for this New Year's Day prospecting, which I think we decided we're going to make it an annual tradition. I don't know if we'll always be in Florida, although that'd be kind of cool um, to where, hey, we're just going to go live on, on Zoom and people can watch us prospect. And one of the things that Justin was just sharing is that I was getting a higher answer rate. You know, my contacts per hour was probably like eight to 10 contacts per hour, where he was averaging more like four to five contacts per hour. And the reason is because I took the time to make sure I was calling from a phone number that doesn't show up as scam likely or spam or whatever. And so back at my office a few days before we left, I went through all of the phone numbers. I tested it with friends, with family and found numbers that were not showing up as scam likely. And so it's important today that you're making sure before you set your dialer up, before you make outbound phone calls, that your number isn't showing up as scam likely. And the best numbers are going to be the most established numbers, you know, like your personal cell phone number that you've had for 10 years or a landline that your office provides. You know, a Google voice type of number or something like that is going to get probably shown up as scam likely. So you have to be careful with that a little bit because it is going to affect your answer rate. Now, here's the deal. At the end of the day, Justin still gets results. Agents around the country still get results. I'm just trying to be the most efficient. I wanted to win that day. That was that was my goal. I wanted to show Justin <laughs> up, our prospecting boot camp coach. And so I took the extra step to do that. And I would encourage, obviously, before you start any prospecting routine, you guys do the same. Yep. And uh, so so this January 1st, 2023, it's, it's not going to happen, guys. I'm definitely going to win this time. Um, but yeah, so these are things. Uh, so I saw somebody put in the chat. How do you check that? What you do is you just call somebody's number that doesn't have your number saved in their phone. OK, and if it comes up scam likely, then that's how it's going to show when you're prospecting. OK, um, and so if you have an office number, or, and I'll say this, Jeff, I, I have a Google voice number that doesn't show up as scam likely, which is pretty interesting. And so, like Jeff said, you know, you can test that out and try that out, uh, but you can definitely, uh, and people still answer. I mean, I, I still answer scam likely calls because what has happened is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cell, cell phone companies have flagged a lot of numbers. And all that means is they just see a lot of calls taking place. So they, that's why they say scam likely. They don't say this is a scam. They just say scam likely. Okay. Now I want to wrap it up with this guys. I want to talk about, uh, we're going to, you know, touched on it a little bit in the beginning, but I want to, I want to touch on it here as we kind of wrap things up today. And we appreciate everybody being here is, is really the thing that's going to hold us back from doing this. You know, we, we've just provided you the scripts, you know, we were, you know, and our scripts are going to have everything that you need. We just gave you about the four or five different, you know, uh, sources that you can um, make calls with Vulcan, 
you know, um, Red X, um, Land Voice, Cole, all of those, you can you can use those right away. Uh, we, we know that we can, you know, pick up the phone and make the calls, but why don't we? Again, guys, it goes back to our mindset, okay? And I want to share with you what a limiting belief actually is. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself or something that restricts you in some way. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself or something that restricts you in some way. Everyone experiences limiting beliefs, but learning how to identify them can help you proactively prevent these beliefs from limiting you and holding you back. Okay, I'll read that again. Everyone experiences limiting beliefs, but learning how to identify them can help you and proactively prevent these beliefs from limiting you and holding you back. Okay, so now I want to give you guys six things. If you've heard me teach on the six six keys to success, I've shared these things, but it's a simple formula on how you can get started today so that you can begin prospecting and lead generation. Number one is you have to set a goal. Okay, start out tomorrow morning or later today and set a goal. How many homes do you want to sell through the end of the year? How many how many new listings do you want to take through the end of the year? Everything has to start with the goal. Number two is, what is your motivation? What is your why? What is the reason why you're willing to put yourself in uh, situations like being rejected on the phone to do more deals, right? What, what is your why? What's what? Why did you get into real estate? Why did you set the income goal that you set in the beginning of the year, right? Set a goal, identify your why. Your why is attached to your goal. Number three is create a strong mindset. We just talked about it. Identify your limiting beliefs and work through those. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have sometimes issues with rejection, right? Uh, the, all of us experience the same stuff, right? But those that are willing to work through it and strengthen their mindset will be the ones that that you know come out on top. Learning your scripts, writing your scripts, memorizing your scripts, build confidence in you, which gives you confidence on the phone. Number four, make a commitment. Without committing to the process, you can't just say, well, I'm gonna try prospecting for a couple of days and see how it goes. It's not going to work for you. Making a commitment is, you know what? I'm going to commit from tomorrow through the end of the year. I'm going to talk to 25 people every day and I'm going to power through it. I'm going to put myself in hard situations. I'm going to go through the rejection because I know that the more rejection I get, the more money I'll make. A commitment is committing to this long term. Okay. Number five is we have to have discipline. With Without discipline, it's not going to happen. You have to show up every day ready to go and be disciplined, okay? Disciplined to show up and put in the work every day. And then lastly, number six is accountability. Find someone on your team, find someone in your office, whether you have a coach, a mentor, find somebody to help you with accountability, right? Accountability will be the thing that will help you stick to your goal, right? It'll help you keep your why in front of you. It'll help you to show up and be committed and disciplined and consistent, even when you don't feel like it accountability changed my life, right? When I hired Kate, uh, Kate Simon to be my coach back in 2019, I went from, you know, 5.8 million in 2018 to 31 million in 2020 in two years personal volume because of accountability. Accountability changed my life. And so number one, you have to set a goal. Number two, discover your why and really understand what your motivation is. Number three, create a strong mindset. Number four, make a commitment. Number five, must have discipline. And number six, find some type of accountability. Guys, with everything that we taught you today, obviously we can't teach you everything in an hour and 15 minutes. But guys, if you'll take the scripts that we gave you today, 
if you will build lead generation and prospecting time into your schedule, and if you will find a role play partner and you will write out the scripts, you find a dialer, you make a commitment, you show up and do these things, guys, you'll start to see results, I promise, and I guarantee it. Jeff, back to you. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. And and here's the deal. At the end of the day, we all have room to get better. Uh, even when I was prospecting, you know, six or seven years in selling over 100 homes per year, I still had role play partners every single day. Why? Because I was just fanatical about being the best in my market. And if you want to get to my skill level, if you want to get to Justin's skill level, you do have an opportunity to work with us on getting to that level. And so we have a particular program that Justin runs and he, he runs it from start to finish. It's 16 full weeks. So this is just like scratching the surface. If you could imagine, you know, the value that you just got in the last hour, uh, imagine if it was 16 weeks in a row and you have the ability to ask questions and interact. And if you're looking for accountability, this is perfect for you as well. And that's our prospecting bootcamp. Justin, today it is without question our most popular program. Why is that? Well, because experienced agents understand that when there's a market shift, they have to get better with their skills. New agents understand in order to succeed, they have to get better with their skills. And this is the one program that is 100% revolving around building your skills, specifically as it relates to today's methods of prospecting. So Prospecting Bootcamp is with our coach, Justin Ford. I think he'll get it up on the screen here in a moment. But if you have your workbook, it's on the last couple of pages in your workbook. The page looks like that. It's got Justin's pretty face on there. It's starting in August. So you got a little bit of time before the next round starts. It's only $2.99 a month. You know, most of our programs are $3.99 and $4.99. We do this one at a lower rate. So that way more people who may or may not be in a position to afford a program can get into the program. So honestly, Justin, 300 bucks times four, what is that, $1,200? Um, is, is somebody going to get that in return in value? Well, I always say this, how many listings would it, would it take for you, uh, to recoup, you know, a $1,200 investment? And that's what I call it. It's an investment. It's not a cost. The investment is into your business. And if you will come into the program and actually do what I teach, uh, Andrew Pepper, I don't know if Andrew's on here right now, Jeff, Andrew went through our last prospecting bootcamp and Andrew, he's out of Sarasota, Florida, took 19 listings, over four weeks from following what we teach in the prospecting bootcamp. Guys, we go so much deeper than just expires and for sale by owners. We talk about the four personality styles. We talk about the different databases. We talk about, this one is huge. How would you like Jeff's 25 sources of business to sell a thousand homes a year? 25 sources of business. We lay out every single source that Jeff and his team use to sell a thousand homes a year. Guys, even that alone is a game changer. There's accountability. We write scripts, we role play. We have a private Facebook group that we use. Uh, we talk about door knocking. We, we go deep. Today, I just scratched the surface. We actually go deep. We do role play sessions. Uh, we really want to help each one of you guys to really grow in your skill. And if you take this class, I can assure you right now that if you do everything I teach, you will crank your business up pretty strong. What I love about the, the Facebook group, Justin, is you'll actually go live in there time to time. He'll just say, hey, surprise, I'm live. Feel free to join me for an hour-long prospecting session. And he'll go through and use everything that he's teaching in the program and apply it live right there on the spot for all of the attendees in the program. That's pretty cool. The other yep. thing I want to mention is I know we have a lot of agents on that might be part of inside sales associate teams or maybe you know prospecting teams or maybe we have a lead agent on who's 
who's thinking about putting their ISAs through a program. Justin, do you know today we have dozens, dozens of teams around the country who use Prospecting Bootcamp as their training platform for their agents. So they'll literally say, hey, when I hire an ISA, instead of me training them, you guys are the masters at it. You created it. I'm just going to have you do that. So if you're currently a licensed inside sales associate or a licensed telemarketer, go back to your lead agent, go back to your broker and say, hey, I think we should get this for the office. I think this would be good for our team. And of course, if you're a solo agent, then honestly, no matter what level of production you're at, I mean, he just used the example of Andrew Pepper. What's great about that example is Andrew was already productive. Andrew was already succeeding, but he didn't have this skill set. Justin, you and I both know there's a lot of good agents out there, top agents out there that are doing really well, but maybe sensing something's happening in the market or are starting to see a little bit of a decline in one particular area. And this is just an opportunity to improve a skill that maybe doesn't even exist yet. So prospecting bootcamp, $2.99 a month. If you want to check out the more details on it, just text the word prospecting to 55444. That'll get you a copy of the contract. That'll get you a copy of this if you haven't printed that out yet. Again, text the word prospecting to 55444, the same phone number that you use for the daily text message, the same phone number that you use to get our scripts. Just pull that back out, type phone number 55444, text the word prospecting, and you'll get a copy of this and additional information if you're interested in signing up. Justin, I think your last Group had what over 100 people in it? About 135 people, yeah. 135 people. What's great is at the end of the session, Justin opens it up for questions. So it's 45 minutes of live content, but then it's an additional 10 to 15 minutes of QA and back and forth and digging a lot, digging deeper on what's covered in that session. So that's the prospecting bootcamp program. I encourage you guys to check it out, regardless of where you're at in your business, at least take a look at it and see if it's going to be a fit for you and, and something that can help you get to the next level. The last thing I want to leave you with, regardless of whether you're joining us for Prospecting Bootcamp or not, I know that a lot of people that are on this webinar are thinking about or planning on attending us or attending with us in August, our Live Unreal retreat. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to gloveru.com forward slash retreat. We're going to get together for three and a half days, three full days and a half day with one goal and one goal only. We're talking about building a massive listing inventory, which will better prepare all of us for the next market that's going to come. That's August 15th through the 18th in Traverse City, Michigan. Yes, you can fly right into Traverse City. The airport code is TVC. And we'll have Justin anywhere from 750 to 1,000 agents and brokers from all over the United States, from all different brands, all there for one goal, and that is to build a massive listing inventory. So that's August 15th through the 18th. Again, go to gloveru.com forward slash retreat to check that out. Go check out Prospecting Bootcamp. And if we don't see you in the next webinar, we're here every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Maybe we'll see you in Traverse City or we'll see you in Justin's class. Make it a great Tuesday. See you guys. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff and Justin today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. 
Until next time.